yo 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 <laughs> twice in one day what even is this well i don't even know if i'm gonna post this but i figure i mentioned that i wanted to maybe pull some cards and i do so i'm gonna just record this while i pull some tarot cards for today it's september 22nd 2020 and if it's cool i'll upload it if not you'll never know okay well i have the decks for the for the most part shuffled um let me just (laughs) they're ready they're ready i'm just gonna give them one last little tweak (laughs) as always well not always i do many different um styles of reading and uh tarot spreads but usually for myself or for a collective reading i like to do what my guru (laughs) just kidding um would do bakara you can find her at Everyday Magic or Bakara Whitner, I believe is her Instagram handle, but she does a Sunday reading every Sunday at 6 o'clock where she just drags you for filth. I mean, I don't know. If you're interested, look it up. If not, ignore me. Probably I don't, I don't really know why you're here <laughs> if tarot's not your thing. But anyways, I like to do uh, past, present, future I'm sorry, mind, body, spirit, past, present, future. I do it just like she does, and I use um, postcards from the liminal space for mind, body, spirit, and the way home tarot for past, present, future. So, here we go. I'm going to start by just taking some deep grounding breaths and really just open myself up for channeling. notebook and pen out because I really like to take notes as I do tarot readings. I find that similar to how I can record myself as a form of channeling, I'm really also trying to just practice more like taking real notes, which is not my strong suit, but that's not true. I'm getting really good actually at taking notes because I've been working on it. So I'm going to change that narrative right now. I'm great at taking notes. I'm literally flipping through a whole notebook of notes trying to find an empty page. So let's dive into it. In mind, body, spirit, we have in mind trash magic. In mind. (laughs) Which I kind of love there because ultimately trash magic is a creative force to be reckoned with. It is having the ability to take the things at your fingertips and make something out of it. And that takes an eye, you know? You have to have vision. You have to have a creative lens. You have to have, like, these things cultivated in yourself to be able to look around you, see what you have in front of you, and make some magic out of it. Make some, make something. Make art. Do whatever. So it's essentially the concept of me talking into the microphone which I have on my phone which I have conflicting feelings about having a microphone on my phone because like I don't know is the government listening I don't know but I'm gonna use what I have in my own way to create something 
And that's ultimately trash magic. So I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> and in body, we have you're playing yourself. <laughs> Which, like, it's true. It's so true. Um, hold, please. Okay, so I don't know if you've listened to my previous podcast, but you should. And essentially what comes up for me with this in body is that, yeah, you're playing, you're playing yourself. Like this whole simulation, this thing we call life, um, it's not us versus them. It's first of all, us versus ourselves. And then beyond that, you know, if you are familiar with uh, concepts of Buddhism or just this idea that we all ultimately come from life, one life source. And so therefore, it's, I don't like to dumb it down and say that like we're all the same because there's so much more to that. But to just like keep it really simple is that like at our very core, at our very essence, we are the same because we all come from a singular life source. And ultimately, we are that life source. We are not our bodies. We are not our minds. We're not even our souls. We are beyond that. And so when it comes to you're playing yourself, it's like, yeah, every person you run in, run into on the street is yourself in disguise. Every, um, everything, <laughs> every relationship you have is yourself in disguise and so when there are like problems or conflicts that arise in said relationships what it is is it's a reflection of the inner work that needs to be done it's anytime there is tension conflict um when things are not you know flowing and flowing relationship with each other that's an opportunity to tweak something within yourself because there's something internally that is causing that to be reflected outwardly. You know, that's the idea of like, as above, so below, you know? Um, so you're playing yourself. It's a timely reminder when little things like have been popping up in my life and just pestering the fuck out of me with other people's behavior. And it's a good reminder to remember that like, Though surface level, it seems that it's somebody else. Ultimately, what you're truly dealing with is another another incarnation of what you truly are. Um, if this is all like way above your head, I apologize, but um, ignorance is no longer an option. So get with it. <laughs> and on spirit. We have welcome to the liminal space. <laughs> so I'm still like figuring out what the liminal space is. Um, I have some theories and I've been really living uh, in the liminal space. We all actually have been. Let's, let's just be real. Like this, what we're going through for better or for worse is a cultural reset. I know everybody is like, you know, this is just how it's going to be till things get back to normal. And those are the same people who don't understand the concept of change. And when I say that, like they have no understanding that change is the only constant, right? So 
things are never, we are never going back to the way that things were. And that's okay. In fact, that's great. Um, I do think personally that there are other powers that be that are swaying the direction in which we go as a whole, you know? And that it's really important that we individually, as individuals, really claim our sovereignty and claim your power so that we can ultimately be the ones who are steering our own ships and not just be like taken for one hell of a ride on this life. Again, if this doesn't make sense to you, I apologize. Um, but I'm also just trusting that the people that need to hear this will find their way to this message and that like, if this isn't for you and it doesn't resonate with you, it's okay. There's no hard feelings. There have been so many people that I have like stumbled across, that I heard things you know, like come out of their mouth that like I was so not ready for that it sounded like I don't even know what it just wasn't for me at the time. But then, you know, in certain situations, like it wasn't for me and I left that and I never looked back and that's fine. It just wasn't for me. But in other situations, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I found myself like months or even years later returning to that because I, something changed within me where I could see like the truth that they were saying that I was, I was unable to see before. So wherever you are, that's cool. (laughs) That's totally cool. Um, but I hope you know that you're dwelling in the liminal space and ultimately that is a cesspool of creation. It's like when you talk about quantum physics and how the majority of an atom is empty space and so that means that ultimately majority of creation is empty space and I guess empty space could be synonymous with the liminal space it's where things are bendable movable changeable and it's kind of this like funny thing because that feels separate from the world that we live in like we're like oh the liminal space is like out in outer space or something but like it's totally not. It is so right here in the here and now. It's like just fills. <laughs> I can't explain it. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, I, you don't. But look into the liminal space. Look into the void. Don't be scared. It's basically humans, human consciousness having a reckoning, reckoning with... Um, our shadow side and darkness and really facing our fears that have been used against us, okay? Our fear of the liminal space and of our shadow side and of the darkness, which is just the opposite of light. It has to be. Like, you can't have one without the other. We have this irrational fear against those things and that fear has been used against us. And so we are really dwelling in this time right now where we all collectively are kind of unknowingly in the liminal space and I just hope that we can all see it and realize that we are in this um very changeable time and to make sure that like you're not just going along with shit just because the crowd is and that I don't know I I don't know those are things that you need to think about on your own okay uh in 
Oh, just give me one moment to jot down a note. Okay, now in past we have Mother of Pentacles, which is synonymous with the Queen of Pentacles. And um, I love to see it because it is uh, the card depiction in this deck is the card creator, Pakara. So it's just kind of funny because I was just talking about her and here she shows up. But um, okay, so in the past, yeah, that's interesting coming up. So for me, Okay, so Mother of Pentacles energy is really earthy energy. It's stable, it's about routine, but it's also about like living with the fruits of your labor. So for me, this is coming up like when we were deep in the quarantine and, you know, we all had lost our jobs and I, you know, I was the person who was living on unemployment uh, for a little while there and you know, just probably like majority of the other people who are on unemployment, I was making more money on unemployment than I was working. Like the system is broken. I like don't need to say that anymore because I think I've said it so many times, but the system is broken. But anyways, that coming up in past is like really resonating with me because I was making more money than I had like ever made before. And so coming up in the past, like I was able to take those funds and ultimately invest them in something that I really am grateful that like that money came about uh, when it did because I was kind of like, okay, how am I supposed to pay for this? You know, in one of those situations. And then I didn't stress about it and the answer came and I got it done. And as soon as I had the money that I needed, I like went back to work, got off unemployment and whatever. And like, I'm not going to apologize for utilizing the system that's in place as a stepping stone to getting myself to a better position so that I don't ever need to depend on the system again, if that makes sense. Um, so perhaps that mother of pentacles energy also resonates with someone else out there in past. It's basically having it like having it secured. It's all, it's ultimately security in three dimensional, uh, form. So that could be like things, money, um, you know, whatever. It's not ultimate security. It's just can represent material security. If you can see the distinction. In present, <laughs> we pull the five of pentacles, which is depicted as a group uh, like five tomatoes on a vine rotting <laughs> it's pleasant it's so just not I don't want to see it in present but like that's what it is and that's okay that's okay because you know what it is fall and things are dying and they are decaying and like in times like when you want to grow things whatever it is you have to be able to um understand that there's also going to be loss and that loss is okay it's necessary it's part of a cycle and it doesn't need to be feared necessarily um you know when you feel like you're going backwards remember to zoom out and see that that's only an illusion you're always moving forward always even when it doesn't feel like it 
you're always moving forward. Um, so this is the current situation, but you get to choose how you perceive that. You get to choose if it's something that's going to scare you and make you fall into deep, dark, seasonal depression, or if you can use this time of decay and (laughs) slowing down as an opportunity to rest and ultimately build up your creative reservoirs once again. So, yeah, coming up in the future position, two cards actually flew out, which normally I would not, you know, I only ever pull one card for each position, but they really flew out together. And one of them is the Ten of Wands and the other is the Mother of Swords. And the Ten of Wands is something that I've unfortunately pulled before and I know I've spoken on it, but it's ten used matches and like a burnt through piece of paper and it essentially is burnout it is you've used up your resources and you have burnt out and there's nothing more for you to give and the other the mother of swords is somebody who uses their intellect and their swift thinking to like travel through their life like she uses her mind and her ability to discern um things to her the best of her abilities and for her mind is her greatest tool it is her greatest could be weapon um and a sword ultimately can be a tool of either creation or destruction depending on how you use it and the the same can be said for your mind and that's what the mother of swords is all about she's also my home girl because she's all about that like gemini intellect and yeah i mean beware because your thoughts create your reality and if you're not conscious of your thoughts then you know you can get swept up in sadness and despair especially with the things going on in this world and the things that are being crammed on your throat via social media and I use quotes news sources um so use that beautiful (laughs) piece of creation that's in your skull and use discernment and you know part of the beautiful function of our brain is also in a sense our intuition you know our intuition is coupled it's our brain and our heart combined but again like you need them both you can't use solely your mind to to you you know to find your intuition and you can't find it by just your heart either it really is a combination of the two and So yeah, just be aware. Be aware of what's going on around you um, and choose how you are going to react to it. Because ultimately with two cards coming out in the future, it's saying that you have two options, you know? And like one isn't looking so good and the other is you reclaiming your power, which is your consciousness like it's your ability to choose to not be a victim to not be you know somebody who like life happens to but instead be somebody who sees themselves as a conscious co-creator of their reality and somebody who harnesses the power of their mind to work with the universe to get you I don't want to say 
what you want because like technically you you could manifest anything you want but like let's be a little bit more heart-centered about this and understand that sometimes that you're not supposed to get everything that you want but the universe wants you to be happy the universe wants you to be successful and the universe wants you to be in alignment with her so that we can better all of creation not just our own lives you know to use your ability to create a good life for yourself so that you can really um impact those around you and that doesn't mean being rich that doesn't mean you know all of the typical ideas of success that have been shoved down our throats but getting to a place internally where you know you, I don't know that's that's my goal that's what I want anyways I don't want to be filthy rich I just want to be able to take care of mine and my own so that I can go out and take care of others and I just think that being in service to the whole of creation is like one of the best things that you can do and yeah I don't know these are some things to think about so I'm gonna pull one more of each card oh geez (laughs) okay so I just pulled the dark night of the soul and justice And the dark night of the soul for sure has come up before in some of the readings that I've done via um, podcasts like this. And I'm not going to get fully, fully into it because these are just meant to be kind of like cards to leave us on, you know, to leave us with. But yeah, like we collectively are going through the dark night of the soul. Um, Ultimately, it's necessary. It's comparable to labor in that it's not easy birthing a new world or a new new consciousness or a new way of being um but anybody who's gone through labor can tell you that you are not in control of the duration the more you try to control it especially coming from a place of fear the worse it's going to go for you and the best thing that you can do is to breathe and to utilize the support systems that you have in place okay so Dark Knight of the Soul, and then also Justice. And I think it's very interesting that Justice is popping up today, considering that it is the first day of Libra season. And it also is the first day, It well, it's the um, fall equinox for us here in the Northern Hemisphere and the summer equinox or spring equinox for those in the Southern. But ultimately, um, you know, the equinox is like that flip from one season to another, something to be celebrated. And Libra season, Libra and the card justice are associated together. And because Libra is all about balance and harmonizing. And it's, I think Libra is often seen as like, at least I've had this preconception of Libra of it being like soft and sweet and pretty. But let's not forget that it's ruled by justice and that justice can be harsh, swift, and painful if it needs to be. And yeah, I think pertaining to us as um, like a collective, justice and the dark night of the soul, it's because like we're going through this because we need to go through this. And I think that anybody still like whining about it just needs to get over themselves and realize that as a whole, the systems that we have in place, as in the government, as in um, how we deal with, oh my God, fucking everything. I mean, how we deal with those that we 
perceive as being like less than us, the racial injustice in our society, um, the <laughs> all the injustice that is alive and unfortunately well in the world, these wrongs need to be righted. And that's why we're going through what we're going through right now, because there is a severe need for the universe to put humans in check and reestablish homeostasis, essentially. Not only is the earth a living organism, but our universe is a living organism. And it is foolish to think that any organism is going to like deny the natural rhythm of things. When things become imbalanced, the organism has certain things in place to reestablish balance or homeostasis. And humans for far too long have thought that for some reason that we are have thought that we are above or apart from this um whole of creation and we are not the exception to the rule at all we are a small part of the whole so i don't know Honestly, this is the first tarot reading that I've done in quite some time because I mentioned before in my previous podcast that I was like in kind of a funk for a while and, you know, I just kind of like let myself be there. I didn't try to like be like, oh God, no, I am, you know, feeling depressed or something and I need to like find my way out of this right away. I just kind of sat with it for a little bit and just honored that this is what I was feeling and that I, I just didn't want to. And you know what? I don't need to explain myself even to myself <laughs> so I just that's what it was and I had no real desire to um like reach out to my guides or pull any tarot cards or anything so I just I didn't because I think when you like force yourself to do things like that when you know that you really don't want to it's just I don't know like why why you're not going to get out of it what you should get out of it you're just kind of forcing something that isn't meant to be so I feel good with this reading it's not necessarily telling you that everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows in fact it's telling us that the choice is ours and that the ending of the story is very much still undecided and because we haven't decided you know like it's undecided until we make a decision so with that, I'm going to sign off. And as always, peace and love.